What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. It is Friday, November 27th, Jay? November 27th. Yeah. Uh, November 27th, the day after Thanksgiving, the official Black Friday. So if you guys listen to the Black Friday 60-second tip of the week, make sure you take advantage of that Black Friday deal we told you guys about today. But listen, this is the Black Health Academy podcast, and we have a super interesting topic for you guys today. I'm Lisa A. Smith, the founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Gifted with Jay. Um, so happy holidays to you guys. Happy uh, weekend, money spending weekend. I feel like everybody is spending money right now, Jay, on Black Friday deals, Cyber Monday. Everybody got something in the bag they was looking yeah, for. Uh-huh. I admittedly had a list of things that I was specifically going to certain companies' websites to buy. So I started mine last night. Um, but what about you? Do you really take advantage of Black Friday? Never have, but this uh, year <clears throat> I am because my kids and I, we all three of us need phones. Oh, so hopefully perfect, time. perfect timing. Right. But other than that, no, I, I usually don't buy into the whole Black Friday. Spend your money. I used to get like real anxious around this time, seeing people go out. Mm-hmm. And, and I just have some type of feeling about that for some reason. It's just almost like the puppet type of thing. Like, OK, deal, spend your money. Because a lot of people I saw a meme where somebody's <laughs> it was funny but someone was like, this is me shopping on uh, Black Friday looking at all the deals with a negative $12.32 in my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> and it showed up just all in looking at deals with absolutely no money and no way. And, I, and it just, it saddens me a little bit because here we go on this crusade yes. to satisfy all the needs of people and when it's really not a need it's just a want yeah and a lot of times a want that people don't even know they have uh here i got you this uh such and such and such yeah. don't you want it yeah and to you know to keep up with the tradition of spending money until we're in this hole black hole yeah you know starting with black friday yeah. and i just usually but we need we need phones so yeah well that makes a lot of sense because i think i my way what, which is very short and sweet, probably speaks to the feeling that you're feeling and why you're having it. It's probably like some, um, I cannot, it's probably, it has a reference to our um, ancestors a little bit and why it makes you feel uncomfortable. I know you're thinking about the money thing, but somebody just told me something yesterday. I was like, what? I don't even know if it's true. And I actually forgot to research it a little bit. But, um, my wait what? So first of all, wait what is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, wait what? what? Someone just told me yesterday, Jay, that the history of Black Friday is when slaves used to be on sale. Yes, I've heard that. I yes. didn't know this. Yeah. And so it used to be Black Friday because yeah. this was a discounted day for when they would sell us. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I forgot all about that. How could I forget all about that? But I right. Did. And uh, so maybe the uncomfortableness that you feel in your spirit about Black Friday alone. Possibly. You know. I, I always feel. And then it's. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I don't want to dampen anyone. Because this is a day people look forward to. But I just really. I never have participated. I've never went out. Um, I've never did the Cyber Mondays and things. You know, I've, yeah. I've been for the last five years. Um, being a minimalist has been something that I took pride in, you mm-hmm. know, only getting things that I needed um, or, or experiences yep. or something that was absolutely beautiful and decorative in my home. Yeah. 
but not just buying things for the sake of oh, buying absolutely. them. Absolutely. Because they're on sale or, I know I got one wrist where I need black, green, blue, purple because I like this. It's just to me being, um, what is it, a merchant versus, um, what's the words? I'm oh, I think you're being a consumer Cons- versus a producer. Not producer, but consumer mm-hmm. versus, who's the people who sell things? Producers. Well, I'm <laughs> uh, <laughs> producer, like I said. Okay. Well, but just a, on the other end of the transaction. Okay, yeah, yeah. Being a consumer versus a producer, also, you know, like why on Black Friday you think about selling some things, making some money mm-hmm. instead of spending the money you make. But that's just my take. I'm sorry for being a Debbie Downer. You yeah, know. I apologize for views on Black Friday. Listen, um, we made something. Listen, the Firm to Table course <laughs> right now is open for enrollment. This is our signature six-week plant-based course. Many of you are looking forward to the new year um, and after the holidays to really, you know, make your health a priority. And we're offering you that opportunity right now. So right now, if you go to farmthetablecourse.com or just click the link in the show notes, if you enroll in our winter 2021 semester, which kicks off on Tuesday, January 19th. If you enroll in the winter 2021 semester between now and Monday, November 30th at 1159 p.m., you're going to get the six-week live course, the 12-week digital course, a signature farm-to-table water bottle, copy of the plant-based foodie recipe book, a complimentary one-on-one session, and 40 extra credit points to start off the semester with. So our Black Friday bundle is super dope if you're health-conscious and you know a plant-based diet is the uh, journey you want to start pursuing in order to achieve optimal physical and mental health, uh, go ahead and do that. You know, um, Jay is uncomfortable being a consumer, but you don't have to be. You don't have to be, okay? Farm-to-table-course.com. We got to start putting these commercials right in the middle of that thing, Jay. Oh, I peeped game. I peeped game. I got to get slick with it. I don't see investing in your health ever as being just a consumer. Like, you're literally, that's the gift that keeps on giving to your family, to your kids, to your auntie, Matter of fact, what's that quote you just read? The meme you just read before we hopped it ran on? It in, in, in my family until it ran into me. Oh, that's good. It, it ran into here, my right family. Because I'm going to learn Ooh. a different life. No, that's not what I was referring to. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it ran into my family until it ran into me. That's good. Yeah, it is good. Now that I don't quit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now that you done made it make sense. <laughs> right. right, right. I, I done got comfortable with it. Yes. Yeah, it ran in my family until it ran. And that's where the buck stops, right here. Yes. So once again, welcome to the Black Health Academy podcast, extending the life of the culture one episode at a time. Jay, what's your way what? Oh, my way what is I just want to... Uh, Ask you, you remember you remember that one time I was um in that restaurant and and uh people just know me out here is what I'm saying. <laughs> Wait a minute. Remember what that time I was in a restaurant a couple couple days ago. Somebody heard my voice and they was like, Is your name Jay? I said, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes it is. How do you do? <laughs> How do I know you? And they said, I, you know, I know your voice from the podcast. All I'm trying to say <laughs> <laughs> is I'm out here in these streets. You listen, know what I mean? Listen. People recognizing me. That's all I'm saying. You've been spotted. I've been spotted. My dear. Hey, Kirsten. <laughs> you know, I said your name right. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, Kirsten. Kirsten was like, I listened to the podcast. I, I didn't know. I've never seen your face. But that voice, that, that's what, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Listen, Jay, when she was on the, uh, on the black and green cooking demo last week. 
she's like, I brought it up. I said, Jay told me you recognized her on her birthday. Lord, why oh, did, was my birthday, why did you give her all that clout? Listen, don't act like that. Look, Kristen said, I was wondering if that was the super dope co-host <laughs> when I heard her voice. Oh, I said, gave me more. I said, Kirsten, oh, man, that's just something I day. say. <laughs> Anybody who on the podcast with me is a super dope co-host. Don't give her all this no, clout. No. Kirsten, yes, that was a super dope Now, Kirsten, thanks to you, I got to knock her down two pegs. You know how long it took me to get her back now? She and her whole oh, ego. you can't tell me nothing. Like, listen, the super dope co-host is getting... <laughs> Recognized out here in these streets was, by my voice. I was like, it is not enough room <laughs> on this podcast for me and her ego, Lord. How's we gonna record now? Oh, so, but funny. yes, you know the Jay Jay you know out what? here. When I ran to her, because you know I run into people, you know who know me from different. Like, oh, I saw you. Like, oh, okay, you Lisa's friend, or you were at the um first Saturday or something like that. And it always just reminds me that you always like. What if I was at a different restaurant, just slamming some, uh, something that went against yeah. what we believe, even though absolutely it was something processed vegan food. But, but I know what you're saying. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, and then like a couple of seconds before that, um, they were trying to get me to get like a pop or something. Not a pop, but a quote-unquote healthy version of pop and I looked at the ingredients I'm like I'm not drinking this and I got a water and I was just thinking like man I'm so glad that no matter where I go my value stick because you don't know who's around you absolutely. really don't absolutely like you sitting here pretending to be one thing and you're you're really not that yeah so it is so important yeah to be who you are wherever you are especially when you're representing something and you're trying to like up, uplift the community or mm-hmm. teach the community or anything like that like man don't just be out here saying that no absolutely not you have to lead from the front and always yeah yeah and that's why I always say listen I teach it because I do it I don't right. do it because I teach it you know Period. what I mean yeah my second wait what yes please my b-day <laughs> man listen my my birthday and you know I read in an article that Birthdays are important. Birthday parties are important for children because it gives them a sense of value. Like their their whole family and all their friends coming around to celebrate them. Mm. Just specific, not Christmas where everybody's getting present. Not you know Thanksgiving. Everybody's around, but my your birthday is literally your day, mm-hmm. the celebration of your life, mm-hmm. and it gives kids confidence throughout life when they have birthdays young. Mm-hmm. Um, and my birthday was so. Freaking dope, man! Um, every all, every last one of you guys showed up in your own way. Um, you know, I just showed you that that painting my nephew gave me yes. with a really um, cool message on it to say how much I meant to him. And you know, I got a surprise massage. Just like go here, and I walked in, and it was like you about to get a massage. I had um, my sister gives me. A, tea every year and I count on it and if she if she didn't do it I would be so disappointed she gives me like teas and covers and things that I just love but your gift was incredible mm. your gift was incredible would I embarrass you by saying what your gift was no oh okay because you know some people don't like the girl just stop okay your gift her, so Lisa's gift to me I had been um really really stressing and really just being overwhelmed with the homeschooling. I had been venting to her about how much I hated it, 
how much I wasn't ready for, never have been, never will be. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for me. I didn't never say what would be. I don't know why I have to do this. So it had just been really weighing on me because it's a very important part of my son's development, no matter how much I don't like it. He doesn't like it. We have to do it. Yeah. That's just the bottom line. So Lisa surprised me <laughs> <laughs> with top notch, not just any kind, but top notch, heavily, highly reviewed tutoring y'all mm-hmm. for my son. Mm-hmm. And when I tell y'all, it was the best gift I could have ever gotten because mm. when I tell, like, I don't know how the assumption is there for a parent to just understand the schoolwork. I, I didn't mm-hmm. get it myself. Yeah. And so to take that pressure off of me to, to learn it mm-hmm. and then have to teach it. Mm-hmm. So when he went to his first session, I sat there with him and I learned it. Mm-hmm. So even if he didn't retain it, right, I was able to now yes. break it down in a way that I could teach it to him. Mm-hmm. And man, I'm telling you, that gift was phenomenal. Mm. I could not. And when I told my sister, they was like, man, I'm about to call Lisa. Did they call you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Tajma texts me. Uh... I don't think Mina said anything, but Tajma texted me. I think it was Tajma who said, oh, I got to call her and thank her for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even my sisters was grateful for me, for yeah. that gift for me. And I mean, I cannot thank you enough. It, I mean, yeah. it helped so much. And then I was like, you know, telling Bryce, I'm like, don't it feel good to understand when you you can you can approach something with confidence, yes. not just pretending like you know. Because, you know, I have been in that place in math. Mm-hmm. Math has always been a struggle for me. And I remember being young and sitting in the class and everybody else getting it. And I ain't quite getting it. But I don't want to say I'm not getting right. it. Right. So now I'm even further behind because yep. of my pride. Yep. So just to have that leg up mm. that can propel him into confidence and to better grades. Amen. I just cannot thank you enough. That was the most thoughtful gift that I could think of. You know, you first of all, you know you're always welcome. But it was probably more of a gift to me too, because, you know, when you were transparent, when we recorded the episode in Vegas about, you know, dealing with depression all these years. And now that since we've been in quarantine and you being forced to homeschool your son and how now you said, I feel like none of my time is for me anymore. Mm. Right. And that, you know, you felt overwhelmed you hated it. And then I already know. And then there's some stuff I already know about you to go with that, like your patience and you know what I mean? So me putting everything together and you talking about, you know, it causes you to have maybe more depressive states, even though some of them might be mild, but that's part of it. It lends to it. Yeah, for sure. So that wasn't our first time talking about depression or you talking about anxiety or anything like that but it was the first time where I finally felt like I could do something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when, when I, when, you know, your birthday was coming up, I was like, I didn't want to wait to your birthday because I knew the school year had started, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, finally, I know how I can give a relief. Cause we already had, you know, got you in therapy and all that stuff, but I know there was more. So I'm like, okay, there's a tangible thing in her life that I can relieve the pressure, like literally loosen the pressure valve on, Man, you know what I'm saying? And so 
you know, thank you for being transparent and sharing how this, and I think that's the way we get help in the world. It is always being able to be vulnerable like that. Always. Yeah. Always. Because you know, there's no shame in, in, in anything for me. Like I'm very open about what I'm sad about, what I'm depressed about, what I'm happy about. Um, because I know I'm not the only one. You never are. Never, never. You're never the Mm-mm. only one. That why is there pride in hiding something like that? Why is there this secret, this big secretive thing? I'm just, it just never has worked, have worked for me. Yeah. And it's just more beneficial to to open your mouth and say something because that would have never happened had I not opened my mouth. I would have would have never known you were over here trying to get him through his schoolwork and just dying inside. Man. Yeah, like talking about every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would have never known it to that level, you know. And it may, eventually, knowing me and you, we would have got around to it in conversation. But you know, the topic on the podcast, the time, everything was just right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And um, so it felt so good. And it was doing. It was so funny when I first called the the agency. They're like, "How old is your kid?" Blah blah blah. I came right out. I said, "Listen, lady." <laughs> it's like ain't my kids. Jay, I already didn't have time because I was already irritated with them because I went on the website, I booked a call, I booked a call for 515. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting them to call me at 515 because I wanted to go out on a walking on the riverfront because we had one of these kind of warm days. And so I'm by 530, I'm like, forget it. I'm about to go out because it's getting dark and I want to get a, a run in. So I'm out on the riverfront walking and I'm heading back and she calls me. And um, I'm like, yeah, I was expecting you to call that five. You know how I am about time. Oh, yeah. So I already like embarrassed the lady just to let her know you, you're late. So I'm already like, this is not a good first impression lady. Not at all. But anyway, so she's trying to jump into the, you know, nitty gritty. And so I'm like, you're disrupting my walk at this point. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, uh, this ain't my kid. Um, I think he about in the sixth grade. I, last I heard, he was going to middle school. I was so embarrassed at how much I didn't know about Bryson. And so, I'm like, I know his first name, last name. I know everything about his mama. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, listen. She, so she's like, okay, okay. Well, at least she's like, oh, that's so nice that you're doing this for your friend. I'm like, yeah, 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 lady. Cut the customer service and just stick to the service. Right. And you so, can call that if you wanted me to. Yeah, if you want to fluff me up, you should have called on time. So then, Jay, she like, um, okay, well, do you at least know, you know, what areas that he needs the most help in? I said, okay, I think reading comprehension for show. Um, I'm gonna have to, man, you talking about somebody rubbing their cheeks? You know, making up stuff. I'm Jay House making up so much nonsense. I was like, listen, now y'all ain't got no assessment right. or nothing. When you listen, I'm paying. That's all you worry me all about. All I want to give you is my credit card, lady. <laughs> I don't know nothing about what the boy need now, <laughs> and feeling horrible at the same time. Like, why don't I notice? And so I'm like, listen. And so she's like, okay, well, here's the next step. Blah blah blah. I was like, all right, bet. And then that next day, me and you was supposed to meet, so I was gonna, you know, tell you what I end up telling you over the phone and um I was so happy I was like and then I got nervous because I'm like okay now one thing I do know about like kids and stuff like that is that you know and you got to build a rapport with them yeah so I I asked them because the lady I was talking to was white Mm -hmm. and I'm like listen do y'all match the kids with somebody who's at least their gender or their race like is it gonna be some cultural relevance I don't want him just with anybody I'm like I want to make sure you know, the tutor can build a rapport because they was like, first we match based on what the need is. Like right. we go, if the need is math, we're going to make sure our tutor is X. I'm like, yeah, of course I get that. But after that, you know, mm-hmm. and she was trying to tell me in a nice way, like we can't racially just, and I'm trying to say in a nice way, like I want to have somebody black now, <laughs> but <laughs> let's 
most are beating around the bush. Most are beating around the bush. Now I want a black male because I know that's been the theme for you. So I'm like, I'm trying to see how many boxes can I tick here? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but it still ended up working out. He got a great tutor. You said the first session was amazing. It was awesome. Very good. Very, very good. Yeah. So, I just love people who are just good at their craft. Me too. Because you can tell the people who are there for money and, and the people who really have studied and perfected their craft. Yeah, and something like it. teaching, which is the same as tutoring, it's got to be, or doctors, just some professions that you, like you said, you have to have a passion for it. Yes, and you it have shows to, up if you don't. Period. Or if you do, either way. It, so. Yeah, it shows up. So anyway, uh, you're welcome. My pleasure. I'm so glad we got some relief on that. Um, speaking of that same episode, that episode we were talking about overwhelm and um, anxiety and stuff, I just wanted to tell you, like, since we uh, got back from Nevada, you know, we talked about how are we going to go back to not being burnt out you know what I mean I know that's one of the things that was my goal like okay I feel better but what's stopping me from just jumping right back into the deep end Mm -hmm. when I get back home and so I've been so adamant Jay about shutting work down or just waking up one day and being like I don't feel like working today and not working I I did that last I've I've only done it once I've only done it once so far Jay it's been amazing then on um Thanksgiving Eve, somebody texted me at 9.30 at night, personal cell number, like, hey, I didn't get this recording for this when you did this. I can't find it. Can you help me? I was like, I'll, uh, I'll be back open on Friday. I'll assist you then. What? Yes. And I said, and from I now on, it. please um, send all inquiries to this this number instead and not my personal Jay when I tell you (laughs) you will be so proud of me I'm taking my time back man Uh, I've been reclaiming my time there you go where's auntie at when you need her yes I have been reclaiming my time I mean just chilling relaxing not feeling pressure like I've always had this thing where like if I'm gonna hook up and hang out with somebody later like you or something I gotta get all my work done before that you know what I'm saying but now I've been like, Lisa, just do work when you feel like it. Now, this is very different for me because my philosophy all the years I've been an entrepreneur has been feelings have nothing to do with what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And so I've mastered taking feelings out of the equation. You know, I feel like that with exercise. I feel like that with everything. What needs to be done? This ain't the time for feelings, right? But with work, because I've been burnt out, it's been like, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I've let feelings re-enter the equation and you I'm know, so proud. Oh so man. Oh Jay. Yeah. So Right, because you know what I'm saying? Like even now when I need something from you, I'll be like, I didn't want to ask you because I know you got so much on your plate. And you're like, not not really. I'm like, nope. yes, you do. Nope. I've lightened it up. I've lightened it up very intentionally. Matter of fact, me and Kiwi. So me and Kiwi about to do this project together. And um, we were supposed to start last this Sunday. This Sunday, two days from today. And um I was so bold. I was like, we was on the phone the other day. I said, Key, I don't want to start to after the new year. I was like, I want to take, I want to take most of December off. And I don't want to start right now. Wow. Who are you? I don't know who I am. <laughs> I don't know, Jay. I was so proud of myself. And we talked it out. And she was like, you know what? That will work because of this, that. And I would have never done that before. When never. we set a date and we made plans, I'm going to be the most reliable. I'm going to show up. You're not going to have to worry about me canceling or rescheduling. Like, that is so important to me. But I'm like, okay, what comes first at this point? 
you know, I gotta, I gotta rest. I gotta restore. I decided that I want to be off most of December. So for that reason, Kiwi, I don't want to start this project until January. Good for you. Yep. I mean, so I've been doing little things like that. And when I tell you, it makes me so happy. Yeah. So I'm just happy to say just for those of you who listened to the burnout episode and the overwhelm episode when me, Jay, and Tiff were just talking about, you know, what causes us to be burnt out, overwhelmed, or causes anxiety and what we're doing about it. I just wanted to, you know, prove that I refuse to talk and just go back to being burnt out. So silly. Yeah. So, you know, I show up better in the space. The speaking engagements I done did in the last couple of weeks, I'm just up and at them and just energetic, excited about them because I haven't been working eight hours before I get on the, you know, the speaking engagement. So it's just different, you know, so. Good. Glad to hear it. Glad Thank you. hear it. Okay. Listen, this is your topic. Listen, so. I told you about the prank call, but let me just reiterate it to the listeners real quick. This is what inspired this topic for today. So I used to listen to Steve Harvey morning show when I was doing personal training at a client's house. I used to be out to her house three days a week and she would always turn it on when we were training. So since we haven't, I haven't been doing personal training anymore. I never hear the Steve Harvey show, but on Thanksgiving, uh, I woke up at like four something in the morning. So we drive into the gym at like six something in the morning mm-hmm. and I, the prank, the Steve Harvey show was on. I got to hear nephew Tommy's prank call. So on this prank call, I was so excited to hear this. <laughs> I, it's funny how little shows and stuff become nostalgic. I'm like, oh, I would be at Jeanette's house right now and she would be on the <laughs> treadmill. I got all nostalgic. Anyway, so this prank call came on and nephew Tommy called this man and told him, hey, I used to be with your wife a couple years before, you know, you guys even got together, me and your wife was together, and she gave me a disease. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm upset. I still got this disease four years later, and I expect y'all to start paying for my medical bills. Mm-hmm. And the husband is like, what? First of all, what disease do you still have four years later? Is it incurable? Um, what is going on? What did my wife gave you? She ain't told me nothing about having a disease. She would have told me this. He's like, what's going on? And and nephew Tommy's like, listen, I don't want to argue about all that. Run me my money. Y'all owe me some money. I am dealing with this disease and your wife gave it to me. So finally, finally, nephew Tommy is like, listen now, your wife gave me diabetes. <laughs> if you please, matter of fact, I'm going to put the link to this, uh, this call on YouTube in the show notes. Y'all listen to it. It's hilarious. But. You know, he's like, your wife gave me diabetes. So first of all, the husband starts laughing like, man, we ain't paying for your medical bills for no diabetes. Don't you know how to work out and eat right, you know? (laughs) Uh, But, you know, nephew Tommy's like, listen, she used to make all them cakes and pies and um, all that food. And because of it, I got diabetes. Yeah, I got medical bills. I got medical bills and diabetes. And so I, it was hilarious. But at the same time that I was listening to this prank call, Jay, it made me really think about, you know, the chronic diseases that specifically people of color disproportionately deal with are, you know, the obesity, the type 2 diabetes, the high cholesterol, right, um, the heart disease, and um, all of these uh, dietary and lifestyle diseases. And the fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, yes, you could say technically you made the choice to eat that food or you made the choice to do that. So the the onus is solely on you. But I don't think that's 100 percent true. And so who gave you this disease? Yeah. (laughs) What do you think about that? Do you think uh, it could be somebody else's fault that you have high cholesterol, that you're obese? Not in the technical sense. 
Not in the technical sense. And that they didn't put a gun to your head and make you exactly. eat Exactly. However. However. <laughs> however. Yeah, I'm here for the however. <laughs> yeah. I mean, influence is powerful. You know what I mean? And if it's someone you're in a relationship with, that you're with all the time, that's an environmental influence, a social influence. Like It's virtually impossible to eat differently. Almost. Unless you were this person before you were with them and you hold steadfast on your beliefs. Like, if I, I could be with someone who... But that's because that's a high, 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 high core value for you. Yeah. How many people value that to the point of no matter what situation? Not a lot. So when you get with a person, the way they eat can... In fact, <laughs> make, ha, give you high blood pressure. Yes. Give you diabetes, mm-hmm. high cholesterol. Mm-hmm. I mean, and all the things that come with cancer even. Absolutely. Somebody so, can give you that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, we, can, we can't just minimize Mm-mm. the role of people. Because if, if, people ro- if people's role were so minimized, mm-hmm. we wouldn't really need them in our lives at all. If you being around me this frequently doesn't impact my life some way, somehow, what would be the purpose? Mm. Right? Yeah. We want someone to bring us up. We want them to impact our lives where we, we you know, the traje- traje- trajectory is upward. But that's usually, or a lot of times, dietary-wise, not the case. Mm-hmm. And, and not even just dietary. There's a lot of areas where, like, ideally, I'm supposed to be better because of this relationship, when a lot of times we're not. No. You know? Um, and, and it doesn't have to be something major. Like, I'm around you, I cuss more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It could be something as simple as I don't like the way you look directly at me. Oh, I'm sorry. Said. I'm sorry. Who, who should I have looked at? I, you was I mean, the only person I would personal, but okay. <laughs> you helped me to master colorful language. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, some people might say that's a come up. I don't know. <laughs> you do it skillfully. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. But, you know... But, you know, you, that's a good point. Um, what's the point of having individuals in your life if they're not going to be influential, but you have to understand the other side of that equation is the influence goes both ways. The influence goes both ways, and, absolutely. Right. It could go into the negative, the, the affirmative or the negative. Um, but, okay. I'm going to come back to the relationship because this prank call and what we've been talking about is with regard to r- romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, your wife or your husband, whatever, gave me diabetes. I was with them. But what about a parent? Can your parent give you diabetes? What about some, a relationship you didn't have a choice to be in, right? Oh, you already know the answer to that. I know, but I'm saying and think about how much harder it is. Yeah, and it's also hard <laughs> for the parents that's given it because a lot of parents associate, like me, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember how much I associated being a good parent? We're taking my kids somewhere every single weekend. Like, yes. I had to go yes. somewhere. I had to take them somewhere. Yeah, I thought you still believe that. I don't believe that as much no more. First of all, do you deserve to go somewhere? Should I spend my money? Should I take you somewhere? Okay. Yes, I still believe in us having experience together, but the experience might just be us playing cards at the table and bonding. I used to really feel like I need to take them out. Oh, okay. Spend money. Okay. In order for, to feel like I'm doing something. You know, I'm making good memories and a, and a lasting impression in their childhood. Mm-hmm. And no matter whether they deserve it or not, I would take them somewhere. Okay. No, I don't feel like that anymore. Like, we can make memories by drawing at the table or playing cards or Monopoly. But I say that to say parents who give their kids junk and stuff, they they feel guilty if they don't. Yeah. They feel 
as if they're deprived, like it's deprivation there. Yeah. If they don't give their child these cookies or this a, a cake on their birthday, you know, yeah. like I had someone call me a bad parent when my kids were young, like uh, in elementary school, both of them, not even in the fourth grade yet, um, because I didn't get them McDonald's, and the, and the guy was like, "Man, I feel sorry for y'all." Uh, tell your mommy y'all give y'all that McDonald's. And I was like, well, that's really directly associated mm-hmm. with feeling like you're doing something good for your child. When you give them junk. So, yeah, when you give them junk food. Because part of childhood to a lot of people is eating junk food. Yes, it is. So, <laughs> yes, the parent can definitely be responsible. Not intentionally. You know, I just look at the weight of some children. I'm like, why, did, why have they not put a stop to that or slow that down somehow because they don't know how to. Mm-hmm. Especially if they feel guilty about other stuff they haven't been able to provide them. Like, it turns out your daddy was no good. Let me at least spoil you in this way. Or, right, you know, right, I really right. can't, can't give... the clothes you want. I can't, can't give... Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, so you, yeah, you can have the snacks, the cookies, the juice boxes, or, um, I work a lot. I can't give you the time. Yeah. Right? So I give you all... So I give you all of this. Yeah. Not realizing that it's also giving you this chronic disease, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so I think it's very possible for us to give people diabetes, so for us yeah. to give people high blood pressure. Somebody gave you that high blood pressure. I mean, and a lot of us, it is our own fault, but it's like you said, it's our affiliations who we're connected to. And so how do we put a stop to this Jay? Cause it made me really sad thinking about, because like, like, like we say, um, your genes don't play as big a role in you getting a chronic disease as they're advertised. Yeah, you could be uh, predisposed to something. Yes. But you're, you're actually, you know, it, it could have laid dormant. That's right. But you exposed that thing in yes. you because of the way you eat it. It, it. it was expressed through your diet. Absolutely. And through your anxiety, through your stress. Yes. So not just necessarily what you consume dietary-wise, but how we feel and how we manage things mm-hmm. in our lives also contribute. Yes. Always contribute. Can also be attributed to. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It all culminates to disease. And so my point of saying that is, you know, a lot of a lot of people believe that, you know, my my mom, my grandma, all of them had diabetes. And so it's just in my DNA. And we're told that by healthcare providers. But you have to know that your genes only play ten percent, less than ten percent in the single digits. Um, a role in you actually having this chronic disease. It's your daily lifestyle. And so that's, you know, when I say, sometimes when I'm doing speaking engagements and I say, you know, uh, diabetes runs in your family because nobody runs in your family, Mm -hmm. even though it gets a good chuckle, it also is meant to make people think like, it's the way we eat that runs in our family, right? It's the way we do or don't move. It's the way we handle stress yeah. and relationships that are learned behaviors that also lead to disease and overwhelm. Yeah, and the way that we adapt to signs that our body is trying to give us. Yeah. And instead of taking that into consideration, we just adapt to it and start doing things to accommodate those things. Oh, that's a good point. So what you're saying is, okay, you know, um, I've been getting numbness in my feet or my fingers for a while. But instead of me addressing the root cause of that neuropathy, I'm going to address the symptoms. I'm going to address the symptoms. And, and and so now you don't feel the numbness as much because now 
you start maybe wearing some type of things on your hands mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something that has nothing to do with Yeah, the you get off. some type of socks or something special to increase the blood flow to that yeah. area without cr- getting rid of the sugar, which is causing the neuropathy. Exactly. I got you. So, yeah, we have to stop being so... But they... It, they, they it, it's taught to us Absolutely. to focus on your symptoms. Focus on your symptoms. Yes. Focus yeah. on. I mean, it may, oh, I heard a commercial last night. They getting bold with it. Oh yeah. They getting. Bold. They don't even lower the volume on the no. uh, on the side effects. No. It's the same volume. No. <laughs> it was for was it Crohn's or something like that? You take the medication. One of the things that they said that could happen <laughs> was a rare and fatal. Brain cancer. What? I said. <laughs> I'm sorry. <Why> what? <laughs> brain cancer. I'm like, what? First of all, <laughs> this means it happened. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. I don't care how rare you telling me it is. I don't care. <laughs> That's a possibility. It's a possibility that you can get brain cancer from taking this disease. Rare and fatal and cancer and in your brain. And all, all I had was Crohn's disease, which it. I could have lived with. That's it. I said, now, come on. Team too much. But if you want these symptoms. To go away. Possibly. Yeah. Then go ahead and risk it all. Now, you may get a whole bunch of symptoms that's worse than but, a problem, yeah. than initial problem. Yeah. However, you feel empowered yes. by taking a medicine. Is that another way they exploit people too mm-hmm. is giving them the feeling of being empowered by taking medication like they're they're getting in charge of their health you're right you know because i would sit around and listen to people talk about their medication back and forth and yeah uh, you know that water in my ankles is not as bad because i'm on this medication and that is medication just sitting there like but are you going to address why your ankles getting swollen like this yeah are you going to address Never, your doctor never, and I don't but blame see, the some, people. Sometimes they the, think they are addressing it, Jay, especially if they think that it's their DNA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I blame the doctors for not giving the right information to let you know mm-hmm. that yes, I'm going to give you this me- medication, but we need to address the root cause. Mm-hmm. I mean, why is that never? I remember we used to vent um, mm. for Farms to Table, or was it? The Black Health Academy. The Black Health Academy. Mm-hmm. And people come up to the table and start talking about their medication with, well, what's the resolution? What? Like, there is, like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Because they, I feel like that is just really taking advantage mm-hmm. of the community and the population. I just, I think it's so sad. Yeah, no, I agree with you. You know, um, what's interesting is, just last week, we started um, recording. We started filming for the other 23 certifications. So if you guys don't know, we're releasing our own plant-based certification next year at, here at the Black Health Academy. So production has started for that. And then our first interview was so good, Jay. So good. And I, we interviewed three three modules, three segments. And one of the things she said, she said, um, she, pa- she practices macrobiotics, okay? And she said, and talking to one of her um, macrobiotic doctors, um, he said, in my whole career as a physician, I haven't run into a a whole bunch of incurable diseases. I've run into a whole bunch of incurable people. That's deep. Oh, that's deep. It was so juicy. I said, you say what now? 
Mm. That is a game changer. Mm. The, the disease you have ain't incurable. It's you. I said, okay, well, now, uh, <laughs> can, can we, we, can we please stop the camera, <laughs> Mr. Videographer? Because that is big facts. I think about people in your life. I think about people in my life. I yeah. think about students and clients that we've had where, and you know, us as coaches and trainers, we feel guilt and all this because we want to help these people mm. and they walk away with, you know, either their same circumstance or not significantly impacted where we feel confident that they're going to get over this thing. And it's not because we haven't given it our, all our, you know, our strategies, the science, the support, whatever. You sometimes just run into incurable people. Because we already know it's mindset and you got to change that. And that is so true. Like if you believe that this is in my DNA, like heart disease, breast cancer, type 2 diabetes, everybody in my family is obese. Why would I expect to be anything else? If you believe this is just who you are and this is your fate, you can sign up for a farm to table course. You can sign up for one-on-one coaching. You can sign up for a personal trainer. If you don't, if you believe that, or if you have some limiting belief system that, okay, let me sign up for this personal trainer so that I can't eat whatever I want. So Mm -hmm. I can continue to eat my Wendy's or my McDonald's and just move hard. And that'll help me. Like, you're incurable. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so when we, when I was thinking, when I was listening to that prank call and thinking about all the people in your life who could have given you a disease and we know you yourself is included, um, it was just highlighting to me how, like you said earlier, how, how impactful the relationships we have are. Because I was even thinking about me and your significant others and how so much healthier they are because of us. Yes. And I'm like, man, but when it worked the right way. When it works the right way. That's a juicy mother. But we did a podcast on this like years ago when we said you are always supposed to be, dang, I don't want to say it wrong, but basically a relationship, you should always be getting something out of your relationship. Yes. Mutually beneficial. Mutually beneficial. Yes. You should be benefiting from, don't. Every relationship in in your life you should be benefiting from. Period. Everyone. There's no way. Where a person is just there taking up space. Impossible. It's impossible for that to be a healthy, long-lasting relationship if y'all both not getting something out of it. Yeah, at some point it gets toxic and dysfunctional. Absolutely. It should be mutually beneficial. Not in the same way. Not mutually destructive. Because if you got this homie that you always go eat the happy hour with, drink the drinks with, you know, or... Gossip with. Gossip, promiscuous, shopping when neither one of y'all got money, whatever. (laughs) That's mutually destructive. Very. You know what I'm saying? So is it mutually beneficial? Mm-hmm. Not me, we like the same things and we do the same things. Y'all can both be thieves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can both like getting over on people or taking advantage of people. No, it has to be mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. So what we mean by mutually beneficial? Because I think a lot of people will think, I give them money, they can give me money. I pick their kid up, they no, can, no that's no. not what mutually beneficial uh-uh. is. Mm-mm. Mutually beneficial. Like E.T. say, not equal giving, equal sacrifice. Go yes. ahead, though. Go ahead. Though. I think you explained it well enough. You you know what I mean? What you give in this relationship is what you give, and what I give in it is not the same thing. Mm-hmm. You have a gift. You have a talent. You have whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's what you bring to the table. Your gift may just be making some. Every time they come around, you make them laugh. You make them feel good. You empower them. Whatever it is. And they may be the type of person, when they come over, they may, oh, girl, I knitted you this. Or I made you this scarf. Like, it may not be the same thing at all. Oh, no, no, no. But both of you 
are getting something and benefiting out of the relationship. That's not using someone Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. And so with specifically with regard to health, think about every relationship in your life. Does it make you healthier or not? Who gave you that disease? You know what I'm saying? Is it your homie? Is it your parent? Is it your grandparents? Is it your spouse, your mate? You know, like, yes, you definitely have, you know, uh, y'all co-own that disease. (laughs) Come on now. Come on now. I I slept good last night, Jay. I'm on it. Listen, you know when my brain be firing. You know know when my brain be firing. (laughs) Because listen, it it made me think when I... um, Co-owned Listen, you don't own 100% of that thing. I was recently filling out a, a grant for the uh, the certification, a grant application. And it said, put list of owners and what percent of the company they own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You need to do the Go same ahead. thing with your Bring disease, baby. Look, listen, list the owners of that type 2 diabetes and that obesity. You know you part owner of it. Let's be clear. So what percentage? Yeah, you, you, most of the time, you in that McDonald's and that Wendy's drive through by yourself. We get it. But you are not 100% owner of that. So you not need to start reflecting on your relationship, especially if you're an adult. Now, I get that you were raised that way. I understand that when you were raised, ham was on Easter. Turkey was on Thanksgiving. That would, that was always accompanied by macaroni and cheese and greens with the smoked turkey leg. And I get it. That's the way it's always been. But now that you're a fully functioning adult that's fully responsible for your own behaviors, right, you need to take back 100% ownership of your health you were raised like that that's what you used to this is you know your taste buds all of this stuff but now it is not mutually beneficial any even longer and you you just went to grandma funeral when she died from that (laughs) why you always gotta go too far i didn't mean to Now is not the time. She's sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny your eyes immediately <laughs> looked straight into my Because I knew I was in trouble. I knew I was in trouble. I knew I was in trouble, Jay. I knew it. I knew it. I'm like, you know you weren't supposed to say Lord, we need a podcast editor. We need somebody who can edit. Oh, my God. I'm just saying, how many people you no, going to watch? Just, just forget it. All right. Let me go to the next point. Please, please, please. <laughs> Throw me a life raft here, please. Jesus. I forgot it. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> I'm just oh, saying. Oh, God. <laughs> Dang it. Just what I thought was about to wrap it I up. thought I had matured. No. I, I promise no. in 2021, I'm going to be such a better person in 2021. Oh, God. Oh, God. Mm. Just one more one more month of my nonsense. And you had to look me directly in my eyeballs immediately. Because you just like a little kid. No, they did something wrong. I knew I was wrong. I knew I was wrong. Um, but, I mean, ugh, y'all get the gist. When, when I was thinking about our relationships, and I was just like, dang, they so much healthier. Like, I think. And even when we talk about mutually beneficial relationships, even with children and kids, you think, you know, you serve that kid, but they, you should get value out of being their parent. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just think about how I've been able to repay my mom in the last several years and just how healthy she is. I went to her house yesterday to, 
pick up the food, you know, she come outside and she like, the sweet potato pie only got maple syrup in at least and, and you know, I got Roy in there and he all he eat, all he put in the greens, no meat in them. We got a little seasoning. She like, he, I had him taste a new peanut butter where the only ingredients was peanuts and I'm just like, oh, I'm able to give the gift of health to my parents. And it don't even sound like it's manual anymore. It, may, it sounds like it's automatic. It's automatic. Like, it's just automatically done when it's yeah and i'm sure it's not just for you i'm sure for themselves some of those things are applying absolutely or all of those things are applying so yeah that's what's up yes it's never too late to make sure that relationship is not mutually destructive but mutually beneficial um so think about you know who do you engage in this unhealthy behavior with it could be physical health mental health emotional health i remember me and you did a few episodes back uh, when we talked about trauma bonds, if you mm-hmm. want to talk about mental and emotional health, yeah. which are relationships where if you and somebody else have both been through a traumatic experience, you build a bond with that person because you have both been through that traumatic experience. And so you have this trauma bond, but that can be a destructive relationship if you sit in that. Yeah, everything <clears throat> I talk about it, y'all. You know, a friend of mine, he was with a girl with lupus mm-hmm. and her cousin had lupus and she, he said all they would do is talk on the phone from like morning to night like talking about their aches and their pains wow all day all night and he said i get it i understand she does feel pain lupus is painful absolutely but they were kind of feeding off of each other yes. and, going, and not focusing on anything else that's all oh, good yeah and he said all day you know what your pain and what's your pain well, my hit this hurt this hurt on me what hurt on you Oh, yesterday was bad. It was like, tomorrow. I hope it's still bad. Just that's just, dangerous. Yeah, that's so dangerous. Trauma bonds are really dangerous. Yeah. So maybe you know we're not. You don't have a physical disease, but what about your mental and emotional health? Yeah. And how do your relationships? I'm sorry, I wasn't looking sickle cell. Sickle cell. Okay. Yeah. And how do your relationships um, endorse that or help you to overcome it? So yeah. I mean, I man, it was such a funny prank call, but it was so real. Like somebody owe me some money, Mm -hmm. you know, because you gave me this disease and that's just really real. Um, And so I want you, I want you guys to be encouraged that every relationship that you're in, it could be a work relationship, a romantic relationship, a familial, a professional relationship. um, Do those people walk away from you better? You know, over the years, can they attribute their life being approved, improved? Can they attribute some of that to you being in it? And vice versa. You know, it's really a time where we be, should begin to evaluate these relationships, these bonds, these people that we call friends and things like that. I mean, is it just based on time or is it really based on you guys still serve each other? You outgrow people and that's okay. But just so make sure that you are in relationships where you're going to walk away uh, diabetes free. You know, it's I love in Farm to Table Live, we have students come and be like, oh, my best friend took this course and she said I had to take it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a mutually beneficial relationship. Mm-hmm. I got healthy learning about plant-based and now I'm gifting this to my friend, my sister. I've had husbands in the course. My wife made me, you know, take it. That's <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. Because your wife could also be making you those cakes and pies that's making your blood pressure stay up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let's just really be conscious of who gave us that disease. I have nothing else. Listen, listen, I probably shouldn't have nothing else. I know I already got in trouble once. Um, listen, guys, uh, final, final word. Please remember that our enrollment is now open for our signature six-week plant-based course, 
farm to table live. Winter semester starts winter, I mean, starts January, Tuesday, 19th. This class will be at 7 p.m. via Zoom. So no matter where you are in the world, you can hop on 7 p.m. EST to 9 p.m. EST for six consecutive Tuesday evenings in a row. Listen, the infamous Jay and Tiff will be facilitator assistants this semester. Don't get it flooded now. We can only handle so many people. <laughs> Don't tell him I'm going to be there yet. Oh, Jay going to be live in class with us, y'all. I admittedly am a little nervous. Um, Why are you always nervous when I'm in class or something? Because, Jay, we have no sense around one another. When I'm not with you, people think I'm so professional and smart. <laughs> when you enter the room, girl, we look at each other. We cackle. We got inside jokes. True. Very true. Jay, I become a different person. And... I really need to evaluate our relationship, be honest with you. I don't see anything wrong with that. I think it's awesome. And you know what? I do think people um, do see another side of you when I'm around. And they're like... They do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and it's cool. I like it. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Look at you. Completely I'm unbothered. Unbothered. I'm like, yeah. We be talking like that. Yeah. We be talking like that. Because Jay's so slick with it, she'll walk past me and say something slick under her breath that only I can hear, and then I respond to it. So everybody, it just it just sets me up for failure. Is all I'm saying. But neither near there there. Come show up for the shenanigans. Um, winter 2021 Farm to Table Live. Jay and Tiff will be facilitator assistants this semester, helping to teach the course, facilitate the course, and so I'm super excited about it. Um, we will sell out as we always do every semester. This is the first class for 2021 so if Woo! january is your time to shine with your health baby go on, jump off to a good start this is a perfect christmas gift for someone we actually offer gift cards right on the website farmstablecourse.com you can gift the course to somebody you love for christmas right uh give them something they need and can benefit from this year as opposed to that box of uh that carton of uh sugary salty popcorn people like to give out or that uh, what they call or, them, the fruitcakes. Stop, stop and, uh, telling each other y'all about to do this thing. One month. Okay, in January, we're going to go to the gym. It didn't work last year. <laughs> it didn't work the year before that. You need something new. You need a professional in front of you giving you the tools That's right. to propel you into better health. I'm so sick of people thinking year after year, they're going to get this right and then fail year after year and think it's something wrong yeah. with the, the way that they chose to do it. No, it's something wrong with the way that you <laughs> take this information and apply it. That's right. So <laughs> DIY is a strategy, just not for just you. Just not for you. And that's okay. In this come area. This, come to this course. Yes, Farm to Table is, we have a ton of fun. So we hope to see you guys. Listen, if you're listening to this before Monday, November 30th, then you still have access to the Black Friday bundle too. So when you enroll before Monday, November 30th at 1159 p.m., in addition to the six-week live course, you also get our 12-week digital course. You also get a signature Farm to Table water bottle, a complimentary one-on-one session, the plant-based foodie recipe book, and you get to start off with 40 extra credit points. Trust me, that's a lot, and you'll learn more when you get inside the course. So with that being said, we hope to see you guys. Have an absolutely amazing weekend. Until next time, be, be well. well.